the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing in more, trying to get you to retirement. That's the goal of the show. I will throw in a stock pick that is a great idea. Sometimes it doesn't work out, but sometimes it does. We'll talk stocks. We'll talk economy. We'll talk mistakes that people make um, when it comes to money. We'll talk kids and money and college money and situations like that. And again, it's not because it's all about money. It's all about living life is actually my thought. I've uh, got two events coming up in Palo Alto on May 20th. That's 18 roughly days from now. Uh, Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning a Seminar. That's in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge from 9 to 11. And then investing for your first million from 1 to 3. Um, that's a brand new event. And we're going to cover some content that we've never covered before. I think you'll like it. You can sign up for either event at Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show. Use the code RADIO25 for the radio listeners only to get in free. Uh, it's typically $25, but it's absolutely free if you sign up soon, because that will sell out the Investing for Your First Million. It's close already. Bringing CFP, Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, how are you? Doing great. How about you? Doing well. Now, you asked me today what topic I wanted to hit, and I was thinking some you know, the common issues where people run into a need for a CFP. Um, I get the common issues when you run into a need for an attorney. Maybe a DUI, maybe a divorce. You know, we all kind of know those issues. Um, but what do we need to know? <laughs> what, did I just sum up my life right there? A DUI and a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> the history of the history of Rob Black in five seconds. <laughs> Holy mackerel! Um, how about a criminal investigation and blackmail? No. Um, who need who needs a CFP? Well, you, you just mentioned one where you actually really need a CFP, and so often people don't. Uh, and that's going through a divorce. Um, last night okay. I was talking to my son about you know going into the career of a certified financial planner because there's several colleges now that have uh, personal finance kind of um, not necessarily degrees but angles or, or majors. Um, okay. There's about five or six really good ones out there. And he's he's 
bit of an overachiever. So he's like, well, four-year degree, that doesn't sound like much. And I'm like, just wait till you get to the end of the four years. And he goes, well, what should I specialize in? Should it be you know, economics or anything? And I said, no, I think maybe if you want to set yourself up to go to law school afterwards because divorce uh, attorneys and CFPs really have to talk a lot. Um, how do you split the house? How do you split the 401k? The process of doing that? How do you value pensions? Um, realizing that if you're splitting up certain assets, whether it be stock, is it low basis stock? So if you have a you know 100,000 in low basis stock versus 100,000 in a 401k that's never been taxed and you can't touch till you're 59 and a half, there's so many issues, and both parties in a divorce need a fee only CFP. Uh, to work with the divorce attorney. And then other areas are things like stock options. A big one right now, Rob, that, and this is why we're planning an event in July about this, is what to do if you're self-employed. You have 1099 income, um, and you've been doing a Schedule C, and you're hearing about Trump tax proposals on S-Corps and 15% tax issues, and you know what type of retirement plan should you have if you're self-employed? Um, those are some big issues that you know get you the need for a certified financial planner beyond just index fund investing. Okay, so um, obviously individuals who are to ninety nine are a very common thing in the Bay Area. Corporations don't really want to take on that healthcare cost. Don't really want to take on the extra cost. Contracting is kind of a big thing these days, isn't it? It is. Some contractors, though, still end up getting a W-2 from who they're doing the contract work with, which um, it, it'd be better to negotiate a bit of a bump so um, and get a 1099, because it, it all has to do with the FICA and, and who's paying what in terms of the Social Security tax. And as soon as you, if you're self-employed and you're doing contract work, as soon as you get a W-2, it kind of wipes out the ability to do a lot of um, great tax planning when it comes to you know a defined benefit plan, an individual 401k, so you really have to look at that in terms of negotiation when you're doing your contracting work. Okay, um, I'm with you on all that. Now, who else needs a CFP? Because um, obviously you are a certified financial planner, and um, common issues that people run into, um, one that I know of is my mother. Um, she's 80-plus years old. She's in an old person's home. Um, a full-time care facility per se, um, and it's tied towards long-term care, but it's also what's left for the children not to fight over, but what's left for the children to divvy up later on in life. Yep, yeah, and that's um, you know, part of going in when you get to the point where there's the estate planning that every family needs. That's, you know, who's going to take care of my children if something happens to me? Who's going to take care of my accounts if something happens to me and I'm incapacitated? Um, and then probate. So that's really every family. And then once you have assets that you're leaving to your kids and you want to do that responsibly, that's estate planning. And that's going to be okay. the majority of the population, no matter what Trump does with the estate tax, even if it's repealed, hard, you know, very few families are dealing with an estate tax anyways now. Um, so you often need to do a financial planning projection to see how much you're leaving when you're 80, 85, 90 years old. How much is left after what you're truly spending? Um, so CFPs deal with taxes, insurance, retirement planning, estate planning, and investing. So anytime you're in any of those areas and you feel overwhelmed or you feel like you're making mistakes um, or your spouse may not be trusting you anymore to make those decisions, that's when you get a CFP. 
So you and I have an event coming up uh, May 20th, Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning. You're going to run from 9 to 11. Um, I'm going to do the investing for your first million. You're going to obviously help out on that in Palo Alto on May 20th. Um, your event, Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning, what can we expect from that? It's going to be obviously um, at the Elks Lodge, and it's you know, registration is $25. People can get in free using the code radio 25. What can we expect uh, from that event? Well, I have a specific strategy that you know I've been talking with you on the air about now for over I don't know 18 years. That's not um, crazy. And how you deal with a certain amount of safe money, which to figure out what your safe money amount is, you have to know what the cost of retirement is and different tax issues and things like that. You have safe money, and then you have a portfolio, and how to take income from that portfolio properly. Because when you're young, when you're you know under the age of 50, timing the market does not matter. Stop going to you know, software shows and trading academy stuff. Timing the market doesn't matter. You should be buying more when the market dips. But timing the market is everything in retirement in terms of how you withdraw from your portfolio. If you do it wrong during one significant market correction, you can mess up your entire retirement. So I teach you how to make sure that you uh, take income the right way, especially in a low interest rate environment. Isn't it crazy how many people look for outside sources to motivate both their success in life and to think that there's like trading and secrets to investing. Well, and then these, these things are always sold at those motivational events. You know what I mean? Where they get people together to see a certain speaker, you motivate, and, and that's when you're really ripe for sales because you get those endorphins flowing. You believe you can do anything. You believe you're, you're, you're going to find that, that uh, you know, new best thing that nobody knows about yet. And then all of a sudden you're making an impulse buy um, and you waste a lot of your time dealing with it, and it's it's sad. And I see it happen at a lot of market. Um, you know, when markets hit new highs, the themes always seem to be: I'm going to find the best trading system, and or I'm just going to go nothing but indexing, and everything in the middle. CFP Chad Burton. You can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. Come to the Retirement Income Strategies Estate Planning Event in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge from nine to eleven. Sign up for the event at Rob Black's show. Get in for free with radio code Radio Twenty Five. Rob Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. The CEO of United Airlines... Oscar Munoz is testifying today um, about what went on on his airline where someone got dragged off. So he's in front of Congress. Now, I don't think any of us has ever said that flying is classy. When you watch Don Draper do it on Mad Men... Um, you were kind of like, whoa, 
they're wearing jackets, and this is like appointment, you know, clothing. And uh, it was pretty, whoa. Um, long story short, I guess what I'm trying to get at here um, is that going in front of Congress is one of those things that you have to do as a CEO from time to time, whether you're a bank, whether you're a mortgage lender, um, whether you're a CEO of semiconductor companies, anywhere there's scandal or anywhere there's issues, you got to go in front of Congress. Uh, internet companies do it on regular basis, right? Uh, it can create some headlines. It can create a little bit of drama on Wall Street. So just throwing that out at you. Some other top stories out there today. Jimmy Kimmel was on last night, and he used his opening monologue to give an emotional account of how his newborn son was diagnosed with a rare heart condition and almost died. What's interesting to note about this was he really took attack at President Donald Trump and his failed attempts to cut health spending. He gave an impassioned defense of Obamacare, and he criticized Trump. So he's a 49-year-old man. He hosted the Oscars this year. He broke down in tears several times. And it's always tough to watch a man break down in tears. Uh, he revealed the details. He assured the audience it was a happy ending. But um, our health care issue is crazy. Are you with me? It, it's not what it should be. It's not what it can be. Uh, it feels terrifying at, all, at times. Um, with that said, if you were born with a congenital heart disease... Um, there was a good chance that you could never get heart, get good life insurance, or, I'm sorry, health insurance ever again. And, you know, even term life insurance, you're kind of screwed on. Uh, my dad died before he was 60, and that's one of the two factors that says it's tough for Rob Black to get uh, life insurance. Because my dad did? That's right. Um, elsewhere out there, new iPhone sales, uh, new iPhones are going to pack wireless charging. This is starting to become pretty, pretty well known. If you buy a, a vehicle today, it probably has the Qi wireless charging standards built into it, or the PMA. And Broadcom's chips does both, and Broadcom is buying chips to the new iPhone. It's going to pull in an extra 500 to 600 million from Broadcom. Um, so the iPhone's going to get a wireless charging relationship. Elsewhere out there, Congress has reportedly set aside $120 million for the Trump's family security. Oh. Can we elect someone who's just like a widower, <laughs> like maybe next time, or a widow, to be fair? So the Secret Service in some localities have strained to cover the cost of protecting President Donald Trump and his family, um, including with the business or leisure travel of his adult children. So ski weekends to Colorado or British Columbia by Ivanka Trump have to be covered by the Secret Service. <clears throat> Nobody ever told me... That politics was going to be so much fun. How do you not love him? And then yesterday goes, I didn't know the job was going to be so tough. So automakers reported steep sales declines in the month of April. Detroit automakers signaled the U.S. auto industry's hot streak is rapidly cooling. Reporting steep declines that include sluggish demand for the trucks and SUVs that fueled record uh, profits for the players. General Motors... Ford have reported declines of 5.8% and 7.1% um, collectively or respectively. Probably the better way of saying that. Fiat Chrysler down 7%. Toyota Motor, the largest maker of Japanese imports, uh, reported a 4.4% drop in April sales. 
Um, Lexus down 11%, so the high end getting a little beat up. Now, I'm going to use the word naked, ladies and gentlemen. Prepare yourselves. Rob is going to use the word naked. In three, two, one. Naked chicken. It's back at Taco Bell. Naked chicken is returned to Taco Bell, but in a chip form. Are you crazy? So it's going to... I know I'm not crazy. Um, May 11th, the naked chicken chips, marinated and seasoned all-white meat chicken, come with nacho cheese dipping sauce. The world not ready to say goodbye to the naked chicken. Um, so, out comes the six pieces costing a buck ninety-nine. Twelve pieces, two ninety-nine. Um, that's just crazy. How can you eat that? How can you get that much food for that little money? Hollywood writers averted a strike. Um, you don't have a lot of unions left that are, you know, still standing. But Hollywood writers reached a tentative deal for a new three-year contract. So your shows are safe. Ladies and gentlemen, The Walking Dead will be back. Ladies and gentlemen, your shows are safe. Um, so 1 a.m. West Coast last night, union leaders um, came out and they basically said, we've made a, a deal. Um, labor, management, labor, management. See, start seeing everything as labor management, right? Kind of like, right? So when you fire people, that's the biggest cost of money. Um, so it's telling you that they got a better deal, and it tells you that shows like um, uh, the shows cost money, right? And these guys are aiming for a little bit more. Writers and studios did not see eye to eye on several issues involving technology. Most prominently, writers wanted pay rates for shows that run on streaming services like Netflix and Amazon Prime to be more like those for the blue chip broadcast networks. Um, so I won't get into all the details. I'll just <clears throat> kind of remind you that everything is about business, and business is about Wall Street. And in this case, you should probably learn a little bit about labor and management. Twitter signed a deal to stream regular season WNBA games. Man, <clears throat> I want to make some sexist comments that upset people right now. Like, does anyone does anyone watch the WNBA? Behave yourself. Anyway, a few months ago, WNBA President Lisa Borders reached out to Seattle Storm guard Jewel Lloyd. Um, she wanted to see how she was recovering. And the whole issue went on Twitter. Lloyd recommended the WNBA stream its games on Twitter. Um, the idea struck a chord. Twitter's got a little bit more content. Earlier this week, Twitter made a deal with Bloomberg to stream some of their uh, videos. Um, CEO Jack Dorsey of Twitter has bought more shares. Yeah, you kind of see where this is going? Twitter's kind of rolling right now. The stock is, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Kind of rolling. So, I don't know, any. Um... Unless I own it in like a tech fund or something like that, but I don't own any directly. But shares of Twitter up to 1768 after bottoming out in the low 12, 13, 14 range, uh, 13, 14 range. So we'll take a break. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show. Don't forget to sign up for events at the Rob Black Show. Use the code radio25 to get in for free. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 
Black talking all things financial. Joining me now, Patrick O'Hare from Briefing.com. How are you, Mr. O'Hare? Hey, Rob. I'm doing well. Thank you. So uh, we're rolling into, feels like spring slash summer almost. Uh, the year is getting a little bit of distance in it, so to speak. How do you feel that we're doing so far? Well, I mean, the numbers themselves suggest that we're doing pretty good. Um, you get the S&P 500 up close to 7% year-to-date, which is... Um, you know, nothing to sneeze at, and uh, and you've seen some uh, some good leadership uh, certainly out of the technology sector, um, and uh, you know, all things considered, with a lot of uncertainty out there surrounding some pretty big issues, I think the market continues to uh, uh, maintain this sense of hope that uh, things will be resolved in the most favorable fashion on just about all fronts, uh, particularly with respect to tax reform, and you know, I discussed that a few weeks ago, I believe, where um, you know, I alluded to the fact that you know, I think that you, while the market was fading at that point, it, it wasn't you know, selling off in a dramatic fashion, and I think that reflected a, um, this underlying sense that the market still is inclined to think that uh, the tax reform plan will come to fruition uh, in, in, actual legislative, in actual legislation uh, before the end of the year. And, um, and uh, you know, I think it still clings to that belief, which is why you're not getting any uh, real considerable uh, pullback activity here. What's interesting to note about that, I talked a little bit yesterday about some of the financial media stories tied towards if we do get tax cuts for businesses and if we do get tax cuts for individuals, we're going to lose something because Republicans and Democrats both kind of, you know, want some parity and some say, so to speak. And um, one of the things I'm fearful that we might lose is the 401k deduction on a federal level. Um, it's been floated. It's one of the things Wall Street does. They float these ideas to see what will stick or what not stick. Uh, what are your thoughts if we lose the 401k deduction? Well, um, I, you is know, it possible? I, I, what's that? You think it's possible? You know, I don't, I don't, think so because I think that uh, you know the, I think I like to believe that politicians in Congress and in the White House uh, recognize that you you know have a um, you know a retirement issue front and center here uh, as it relates to uh, uh, underfunded savings plans for retirement and and I think if you're going to uh, you know diminish sort of the the appeal of you know, of investing in those 401k plans, um, it, it doesn't do anyone any real favors. And so, um, you know, we've got the entitlement program issue that uh, is going to be a very important one, obviously, with um, you know, Social Security and Medicare out there. And then, uh, and it's, it's just not a good solution, I think, um, to, in that particular respect to try to plug, you know, some of the revenue shortfall you're, you're going to see. Um, so, uh, so I don't think it would be a, a good option, and I don't think it will come to fruition. I think it's something that would, would ultimately be protected. Sounds good. Um, what else are you working on? What are you seeing right now? I saw the autos today come out with some bad numbers. Is that portending a slowing economy? What do you see out of that? 
Well, it is an interesting development. You know, it's it's uh, back-to-back months here. Um, you know, March wasn't all that great, and um, you know, April, um, from what I understand, had one fewer uh, selling day in it uh, this year versus last year. But but nonetheless, um, <clears throat> you're still seeing some pretty decent sized declines in passenger car uh sales at, at the likes of GM and Ford uh and I does I do think it does um with respect to the auto industry anyway suggest that you know you are hitting a a peak level of sales uh because you're also seeing increased uh incentive spending and you're still not getting the the sales growth uh that you'd like to see you know some of the SUV truck sales have still been pretty robust but overall sales uh you know have not necessarily and so uh the, you know the auto industry uh plays a big role in 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 driving industrial production uh you know there's lots of jobs that are tied into the auto and auto parts companies and and related retailers um so it is something to keep an eye on here um because it's it's uh you know it's not it's not the best indication, if you will, in terms of you know what the market's thinking about how the economic outlook will ultimately come to pass in in, in the quarters ahead. So, uh, so it's a slowdown of, of note, and it's you know certainly being reflected in some of the stock prices of these auto automakers, which which even weren't, weren't doing all that great even when you know last year when sales were still you know hanging up there pretty good. You didn't really see you know GM and Ford you know, go gangbusters because I think, you know, investors were sniffing out the likelihood that sales were hitting a peak, and I think now you're seeing some of that uh, viewpoint validated here in, in recent months. So I'm with you on that. How about the Donald Trump presidency? Um, do you think we're going to get any of this other than tax reform? Do you think we're going to get any of the health care? Do you think uh, I saw the – I kind of saw something kind of funny yesterday, right? The Republicans and Democrats passed a budget – they didn't pass a budget. They voted to pass a budget. Nope, no, no. They set up to vote to pass a budget. And Trump comes out today and says, I'm ready for a shutdown in September. And I'm like, what? Like, that's dysfunctional. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah, I, I don't either. You know, it certainly was uh, quite the sound bite here, um, you know, from a president who uh, certainly is, is seems to be pretty keen on issuing a share of sound bites uh, on a daily basis. And, you know, you want to... I mean, look, the, the basic function of Congress, the first thing they need to do is to find a way to fund the government, right? I mean, you want your government working for you. Um, and, and in, you know, I know some people think that a shutdown, hey, that is a good thing, get government out of the way. But uh, but it's not. You know, ultimately it's going to be a drag on growth if it were to happen. And so um, you want your government functioning properly, and you certainly want there to be a, a true sense of compromise because, you know, things don't get done otherwise, you know, and, and that, that kind of flows right into this whole idea of, you know, will tax reform happen? You know, it's not going to happen easily. Um, you know, it certainly sells well to, I think, most constituent bases to, to be able to stand up there and say, look, you know, we have a plan, we've lowered your taxes, you've got more money in your pocket now. Um, but it's the trade-offs that come with that, you know, and, and you know, both sides of the aisle need to be willing to compromise on that. Um, you know, the, the, the core principles that were put out by the Trump administration, I mean, that is not going to be the plan. I think everyone can accept that idea. But um, b- but I will say this. It at least uh, got something out there to discuss, right, to get the conversation going. And so uh, in so much as the stock market is concerned, I think that that is a positive because um, because it's obvious that tax reform is now front and center, uh, and the debate is going to be had, and it's just a question now of like when 
some type of agreement can be worked out, what it will be look like. A lot of details still not there and won't be there for a while, which is why I think, uh, unfortunately, you know, the stock market could be sort of stuck in this sort of like choppy, range-bound type of action uh, until it really has a better sense of things on that respect, um, you know, absent some other unknown trigger that might force a, uh, you know, a breakout or, or breakdown. Looks like Amazon and Alphabet are on a race to $1,000 a share. That's something that I don't really care about at my current age, but not too long ago, in my 20s and 30s, I would have been like, ooh, who's going to win? Who's going to win? Any thoughts on what Amazon and Jeff Bezos and Alphabet and their crew are doing? Well, I mean, they're doing great things. Yeah, they're doing great. great disruptive things, you know, um, and and they are changing the world as we know it. Um, and so that that transformative aspect of their business is being reflected in some a lot of enthusiasm for you know future profit potential that's being you know reflected in those stock prices. One thing that concerns me though is I think that uh, you know yesterday I heard um, you know a professional on CNBC come out and say that you know. Earnings never really mattered with Amazon, uh, which is why they don't really even matter today. It's now the the E and the PE ratio stands for execution. So it's price to execution versus price to earnings. But, you know, when you start hearing people kind of trot out all of these new sort of metrics to to validate these rising stock prices, uh, it's a little bit of a, of a, of a you know, warning sign for me uh, that, you know, we're getting long in the tooth and trying to defend some some valuations here, and and so it's, uh, I'm a little bit worried about that. But Amazon clearly is executing very well. There's no question about it. But uh, you need to keep finding a a buyer that's still willing to pay an ever higher price for you know for that future earnings potential. And um, you know, and and when that stops, you know, the, the the fallout can be pretty significant. But right now, the the belief is still strong in that execution story, so the stock is holding up quite well. Sounds good. Thanks very much for joining us today. It's Patrick O'Hare with Briefing dot com. Always a great interview. He does two columns. Um, he does one daily called the uh, page one and he also does the big picture well he probably does more than two columns but those are the ones that i associate his name with with briefing.com briefing.com is one of those companies that you do they do the research you pay for that research Um, i think it's a great subscription service and everyone should take a look at it Um, i've been using it for 15 plus years it's a long time and um, the quality of work and patrick o'hare i believe he's been there all 15 plus years and i've been using it um, super top-notch, high-quality research and insights, uh, whether you're looking at domestic or international issues, whether you're looking at trading ideas, story stocks, or some of the new IPOs out there, they got them. We'll take a break here. We'll be right back. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, but you can find Briefing online at briefing.com. That's briefing.com. <laughs> You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black. Whether you're 20 years old or 60, managing your money can get complicated. So set aside Saturday, May 20th and get ready to learn some strategies that can help you build wealth, invest confidently, retire better, and pass on your estate while minimizing taxes. That's May 20th at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. We have two seminars lined up. 
The morning event runs from 9 to 11 with a focus on retirement income and estate planning. If you're nearing retirement, this one's for you. We'll explain how to transition your portfolio from the accumulation phase to the income phase, which accounts to draw from first, how to protect your estate from long-term care costs, and much, much more. Our afternoon seminar is all about investing for your first million. From 1 to 3, we'll cover the building blocks of a successful portfolio, from investing basics to 401ks, Roth IRAs, real estate, taxes, and investing tips. Two separate seminars, May 20th at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Sign up for either event at robblackshow.com, only $25. For KDOW listeners, I waive the fee. Just use promo code RADIO25. That's robblackshow.com, promo code RADIO25. Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 Black. What was that with that voice? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. Um, Some of the new technologies and new ideas out there that we'll talk about, you know, for sure. Tesla, in my opinion, is at... An interesting period. Um, They're about to introduce their Model 3. Which you go, Model 3? And yeah, it's (coughs) their third car. A lot of people are very bearish on Tesla right now. The bears are probably right when they point out the Tesla shares are too expensive. You look at it and you go, dang, that's an expensive stock, right? Um, <clears throat> Cohen's analyst today came out and basically said, uh, "Take it. Let's take a look at it. Let's take a you know, what where should the price be? Should it be at three hundred? No, 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 not according to him. Two fifty? No, 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 no. Two hundred? No, 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 no. One fifty-five? Ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. Um, exactly." He's very cautious following the Model 3 enthusiasm. He said we will see likely ramp delays in the Model 3, greater transparency about true capital needs, and margin pressure dampening enthusiasm over time. He thinks the Model 3 is actually is going to be launched, and he thinks the stock is continuing to work right now as investors continue to buy into the Model 3 low-cost battery story. Um, so he sees reasons why the Model 3 will be a problem because obviously it's not going to be a situation. You remember that Tesla took pre-orders. Will they be able to live up to that pre-order hype and/or not? Um, probably not. Is the thought 
Facebook and Snap are both set to report earnings this week. Um, Facebook tomorrow and Snap on May 10. Snap. Um, Conversations with advertisers and recent reports from large marketing firms basically tell you that there's a lot of demand for both Facebook and Snap ads. So both will likely report upsides. Um, A lot of strong, strong demand. Alphabet and Amazon are both raising, racing towards $1,000 a share as Amazon and Google parent Alphabet, which I hate that name, uh, propelled the NASDAQ 100 to all-time highs. Um, they're notching record levels of their own, so investors may wonder who's going to win the race. Between Choosing between Amazon and Google is like kind of picking your favorite child. It's something people don't recommend. Um, I would consider owning both as your craziest stock investment that you could potentially own. Um, I think both stocks hit $1,000 this year, in my opinion. Um, Alexa, answer the phone. Hey, Alexa, play some 1950s jazz. That's Amazon's Alexa and how it works, right? And it's pretty darn cool. Um, having you know played with one, it's not a bad product. It doesn't feel quite finished, or polished. It's very, very good, though. And if you get one, you'll probably find yourself listening to a lot more music, which I think um, is ultimately a good thing in everyone's life. Um, But I think you're going to see Apple come out with a product of their own probably in June of this year. So says KG analyst, securities Ming-Chu Khoi. Apple Siri-powered smart home assistant is probably going to be announced in June. Um... Apple's reported preparing to launch in the second half of this year, according to research. Amazon also has a new Echo on the way. Apple may finally kick the tires of that assistant, per se. Um, uh, the analyst says there's a 50% chance Apple will announce its first home artificial intelligence at the WWDC um, in June, a worldwide developers conference, um, which is something that Apple has is on its side. Um, they got a lot of developers who they kind of culture and feed and cultivate is the, probably the word that I was probably looking for. Um, so Apple has that going on for itself. Um, Southwest Airlines is going to stop overbooking flights, which... Uh, that's good news for you and me, right? But it's bad news if you're an investor. Unless you're looking for high-quality companies over time, the airlines have kind of been flying buses, right? So airlines typically sell more seats than aircraft's capacity because of no-shows. The Southwest's focus on airport-to-airport flying means it's less exposed to delayed connecting passengers compared with carriers such as United uh, Continental, per se, that operate big hubs. Um, Southwest and JetBlue have already, you know, they both tried to avoid uh, overselling. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220. Hilton's profit is being lifted right now um, by corporate traveling boost. Um, Hotel, you look at them and you look at, like, Airbnb, and you're like, oh, no, these guys are in trouble. The hotels kind of are immune to some things, and what helps them enormously is business travel. Enormously. 
So if I try to get the four seasons near my home, um, Sunday through Thursday, no go. Too expensive. If I try to get on the weekends, it's pretty darn cheap because there's no business people there. Anyhow and anyway, I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.